Happy New Year, sports fans. Welcome to the 81st episode of You Bet. It is Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024. First episode of 2024. Thank you for joining us today as we discuss sports betting tips, picks, and other good stuff. Everything discussed is for entertainment purposes only. It's always losing bet to bet where illegal. And remember to never bet what you cannot lose, which should be a good New Year's resolution. The You Bet 2023 College Bowl Pick'em Contest has a winner. We'll discuss who won that $100 prize. Plus, we have You Bet NFL Bet and Win System updates and buzzer beater bet updates, too. And as always, we'll have NFL, NBA, and other picks to talk about. So uh, hang in there with us. We have a fun new show, uh, or fun first show of 2024 in store. And don't forget to check us out on uh, Twitter or X at You Bet underscore podcast and on Instagram at You Bet Podcast for bonus picks, commentary, and general shenanigans. So thanks for joining us today. Let's see who's on the field. Let's go to our West Coast correspondent, Mike. How are you and how'd you do last week? Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, I, uh, If it wasn't for football, I'd be doing good. Uh, I went three and four. I can't pick a college or NFL game at all. So I'm going to use that to my advantage in the picks this week so stay tuned for that <laughs> i think a lot of people feel that way about football last week i don't know going out on a limb we'll talk about that more in a little bit uh but we can't talk about football without talking about our talking to our man dave how are you and how'd you do last week i did absolutely fantastic <laughs> damn it asshole <laughs> jesus <laughs> six and nine you guys didn't hear me six and nine Oh, hey. Okay. Wow. But I equally won and lost across the board. So, I mean, but uh, you know what? I, what I really like to know a little bit more about, and I think we're going to jump over to Mike on this is, Hey, how'd that um, college pick them thing go? Oh, it went great for our listeners. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. We'll get back to that. Jeff. Back to <laughs> Thanks, Dave. I'm Jeff. I went two and six last week, two Woo! and six. If there was a pooch, I would have screwed it because football was terrible. Everything <laughs> I picked for football lost everything. Yeah. Every single pick for football lost basketball hit every single one of them. Hit yep. the other, other picks as well. Couldn't hit couldn't hit football. So we're going to get into that a little bit. And I'm kind of glad to see uh, college football going away. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry to say it. Bye, college football. Hasn't been fun this year for me, but maybe it has for some other people. So speaking of college football, let's get right into it. Our audience wants to know what happened. We're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country sound. we going to do without that song without having that opening after after the end of college football this week i think it's going to be missed it's it's you always end the podcast with the song i may i may because because you know yeah that's a really good song it's really grown on me over the over the over the year here but let's get right into it we had the 2023 you bet college pick them college bowl pick them Oh shit! I screwed it all up again. <laughs> Even after how many weeks it's been, you bet Niner. 2023 College Bowl Pick'em Contest. Oh, yeah, got it that time. So, We've got to go to our naming person and really, <laughs> really work with them in the upcoming year. Contest was in full steam last week with all the bowls taking place. It was up for anybody to win. It was very exciting. Mike, how did? everybody do and who was the winner how to turn out well i'll start off with the worst player because that's always fun to start from the bottom and work our way up to the top uh remember eli ron yeah remember how he was making fun of us for having a podcast and thought he could start one on his own yep he scored zero points ha he <laughs> missed <laughs> Every single game, none of them covered, none of them won. (laughs) Zero points. Statistically, that's hard to do. I know, it is. Followed by uh, Megan W., who scored one point. 
<laughs> to edge out Ron for the last place. <laughs> it was a close race for the bottom. Exactly. Like that. like it was. Just, it came yeah. down to Oregon. I was like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. So, Eli and I, Ron and Megan, thank you for playing. Your uh, your consolation prizes are in the mail. <laughs> that's like, that's like uh, the scene from Animal House where they're standing in front of the Dean. He's like 0. 0.00. Way to go, Blue Tarski. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So, um, we go to... Uh, the next thing I'll tease is our uh, host contest. Uh, yeah. I think Jeff and I combined will beat Dave by one. <laughs> yes! Yes, like Voltron. Yes. We will join forces and defeat yes. the evil Dave. Yes. Uh, Dave did actually very well. He got 11 points. Woo! Yes. Missed, missed out only on James Madison and LSU. His three-point game and his one-point game. So... Boom. Very good. Uh, Dave tied for second with two of our other listeners, uh, Maureen C. and Christine R. Uh, Chris had to watch Ohio State go down, which really sucked. And poor Maureen. She won four out of five games, but missed on her four-point game, oh, no. which cost her four points. Went big on Texas A&M and did not cover. Which leads us to our winner. Uh, last day actually came down to the playoff games. Uh, we could have had a, a toss-up between Dave P. and Josh J. Dave P. could have snuck out a win if Texas and Alabama had pulled off the victories. And since they both lost, he ended up finishing way at the bottom of the pack. So that was a, that was a real turn of events for Dave P., but Josh J with 13 points takes home the $100 Lowry's Prime Rib gift certificate. He had UCLA as his five pick, Oregon as his four pick, Kansas as his three pick, Michigan as his one pick, and his two-point pick, which he lost, was Clemson, who still won, just didn't cover. So he he's what they would call on fire. Great job, Josh J. 13 yes. points is respectable out of all of this. Great job. Right. I mean, that combined would beat Jeff and I as well. So I guess even Voltron would not <laughs> beat Josh J. Great. Oh, Josh, congratulations. And uh, everybody who participated, thank you for playing along with this contest. It was a lot of fun to be able to uh, see what people were picking and then follow the games along. It did come down to the line where it could have been anybody's game. We kind of knew from the beginning that Dave was going to win among the hosts. So that, that came true. That was obvious uh, from the start. But Dave is now, what is it, four or five and one in contests that we uh, have done amongst the hosts here for the yeah. show. The records have been thrown out, and we're going to start new in 2024. <laughs> May Whatever. old records be forgot. So, <laughs> See? Yeah, yeah, I think that's It's in the, the song. It's got to be true. And oh. that means Mike is an offer still for contest. Yes, but yes, yes. One more side note. Uh, I wanted to get Josh to come onto the show to brag about his win, but he's actually at Disney World. He took... <laughs> the, he took the commercial seriously won the contest took his whole family to disney world i'm like wow. well there you go i mean dreams do come true i guess so <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how it should happen with the you bet contest winner you should be so excited you take your whole family to disney world that's fantastic yes and I, i'm God. sure he is bragging to every character he sees about his win right because he is the only person that won this contest. He has bragging rights. He he does. He's he does. now famous. Yes. No tiebreaker needed. No tiebreaker. Outright win. Wow. Great. So thank you, Mike, for the recap. And again, for everybody who participated, I think I speak on behalf of all the hosts where we say that we want to do this more often. So let everybody know, uh, share the podcast, let them know that we're doing these things because we're going to keep opening up contest, contests like this to the public to participate with zero fee and big winnings possible for uh, future contests. So 
be aware that we're going to do more of those in 2024. So uh, share this out to your friends and get them involved. And it'll be even more fun if you do so. You'd be cooler if you did. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, what? <well, laughs> excuse me. Uh, actually, let's go over to Dave. Uh, Dave, this is the, uh, you know, the big, the big last game of college football coming up. And, uh, you know, we're, Mike and I are going to have to set a line here for what the total over under picks are going to be for the final week of college football. And I think it's on me to pick it this week. I can't remember. I think it is, but I'm going to put the line at 0.5. That's what the line is at. 0.5. This is an easy over, but I was hoping you'd set the line at like one and a half. Cause then I got to think about it because Dave, I know Dave, Dave would do it out of spite. He would have taken like the superfecta on this one just to get four bets in. <laughs> See, you weren't thinking. You made it too easy on me. I got to go over. I, I don't think he's going to abstain from the college championship game, My especially God. when it's two Big Ten teams and no SEC teams. I had to make it easy, Mike, because I'm so far ahead of you in this competition. It didn't matter. <laughs> All right, Dave, over to you. We have one big game coming up. Did you abstain or did you pick something that you'd like to share? I, pick, I pick something. Ah, so Mike, Mike, Mike wins. <laughs> Yay, Mike. We defeated in 2024. Way to start it off right. Dave, what's your pick? Um, I hate to say it, but, you know, Michigan's minus five over Washington. I just thought that Michigan played an overall better game uh, against Alabama. And if you could beat Alabama, I think you could beat Washington. I think they'll cover. And it pains me to say this, but I think your NCAA champions this year are going to be those bastards from Ann Arbor and they'll cover the minus five. All right. So he went with one pick, one pick there. That means you win, Mike. That's all he needed. Uh, the point five was well, uh, well, good, well, well positioned for your your uh, your final, your first win of two thousand twenty four for the college football. So, speaking of which, Mike, do you like anything for college football this week that you like to share with the audience? I do. I'm in <laughs> direct opposite of Dave. Uh, I like Washington. I and hope you win. Yes. <laughs> uh, the reason I like Washington is. This reminds me of the uh, USC-Texas matchup where everyone was on USC and then Vince Young came in and just threw the ball all over the place. Uh, Penix, Penix looked good. 430 yards passing last game. Um, looked really impressive. Um, and if you, it, as the NFL and most of football has taught us, you have a very good quarterback you have a really good shot of winning championships. So I Penix is going to, I mean, they were been, they were 10 point underdogs to Oregon and one. They were underdogs to Texas and one. Now they're underdogs again. It's the nobody believes us theory. So I think Washington's actually going to win the game. So I would, I would put a small bet on the money line and take a bigger portion on plus five. So that would be my, uh, my pick for the college national championship game so i guess it's up to you jeff to uh to break the uh the tie maybe i will i just want to clarify we do have two picks or one pick is just washington money line or or are you doing uh, two, two 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 small bet on the money line bigger bet on the cover just want to make sure i was clear on that i think it's a i mean that's it's, it's a solid pick mike i i happen to disagree with you but i i think it's a solid pick i am going to take the skunk weasels from the north uh, in this game that, uh, and the reason why is just, you know, you already said it might give a lot of very good points on there and it's going to come down to really who's going to be the better team. Uh, who's going to show up and, and, and play this game. Who's going to leave it all out on the field or whatever we were saying last week. Um, but, Who can snap the ball directly to the quarterback. I don't yeah. Know. Oh, that was weird. That was weird in that game that this the problems, but, uh, Loved it. Yeah, that was that was odd uh, to, at that level to see that kind of uh, basic mistakes, but that's a whole different story here. I'm taking the skunk weasels here at minus five. Um, I looked at just based on, on numbers here and it, it, you know, we're looking at the offense, even though that Washington does on paper have a stronger offense that, but their ability to put up points isn't much greater. Their, their average points per game is 37.6 and, and skunk weasels are 36. So it's not far off. We look at their defense tells a whole different story. Washington can, you know, gives up 24.1 points a game 
and Michigan only gives up 10.2. That's where yeah. the difference comes in here. The defense <laughs> will prevail. This has been a defensive year, I, as we called early on with our predictions, to make the difference, and I think it will make the difference in this game too. They have the number. I mean, Michigan has the number five overall defense in college football, and that's that's nothing to sneeze at. There's a lot of college football teams, uh, but you do have a fun matchup here where where things can be great to see what happens. It's always fun to, to have such um, such uh, opposite sides of of talent here, where you have number one passing team in Washington. They can throw the ball, they can catch the ball, and they have points after catches and the facts and the. Other other stats that are the acts and the facts and the wax. Yeah, the acts, the facts, and the wax. Yeah, right. And uh, and then you're going against the number eight passing defense, Michigan. So it's going to be a good matchup there to see if Michigan can shut down uh, the strong passing game that Washington is definitely going to bring to this championship game. So regardless, it's going to be a good game. Line set at five, I thought was low. I, I thought it was low here. I thought it would have been more at six, six and a half. So I like it at five, and I'm going to uh, stick there with my. Pick on, on Michigan here for this game. As much as I hate it, I do love Team Wallet, and uh, that's what we do here. So 7.30 p.m. Eastern, January 8th, last college football game of the season for the what? championship, Washington versus Michigan. I got one more side note. Ooh. Yes. I uh, went out to eat uh, in Burbank after the Rose Bowl, and in the cafe there was this whole table of eight of all Michigan fans that actually went to the Rose Bowl and I walked up to him as I was leaving and the old man has his Michigan shirt on there I shook his hand I said hey as an Ohio State fan I am so happy you beat Alabama and kept the SEC out and everyone at the table was like oh thank you and then I looked them all right in the eye I'm like but you're gonna lose on Monday <laughs> <laughs> then they all booed me it was uh, a range of emotions. Yes. Oh, look at this nice guy. Ah, fuck him. <laughs> it was great. I, I literally got booed. I'm like, oh. yes. That's but it's all a good fun. Nobody nobody ached my car, so that was good. That's funny. That's outstanding, Michael. Good job. <laughs> All right, guys, on that note, we'll wrap up college football. And just because it's the last time, at least I think we're playing this song, I got to let this run a little bit. And if you want a little bang in your yin yang, come along. I really just wanted that line. A little bang in your yin yang, come along. All right, guys, that's college football. Let's go over to the big boys playing football. All right, getting into NFL. A lot going on, a lot to talk about, a lot of decisions here that we're going to make that uh, that are probably going to be led by playoff opportunities. But before we jump into that, let's go, Dave, over to you to talk about the you bet pick and win system bets and how we ended up last week. So our last uh, bet, last series bet that we possibly do, Last week was Jacksonville uh, on the money line. They were favored minus six against the Panthers, uh, which was a no-brainer. The money line was minus 270, uh, and they won. So, again, this year, the NFL system uh, went undefeated. So, if you want, if you're patient and you could stick to a system and not go nuts, this is actually one way to make a lot of money. But, you know, we do this for fun as well. So, uh, we're not putting a ton of cash on this, but... Uh, the, the system just worked again. It, it's amazing. It is amazing. And it is amazing to think that it is undefeated yet again. It has not sustained a loss. So if you would have made those bets over the time, or at least since we started talking about it this year, you would be well in the black. You would be well over your bank of what you wanted to invest. And that is fantastic. Undefeated is hard to do in the world of gambling. Yet this system yes. provides. <clears throat> so stick with us, folks. Next year, we'll be talking about it more, and we'll be running the system again. But that was the last system bet of 2000 or of this season, of this season for NFL. Great. Well, thanks for the update, Dave. And I guess let's keep it over with you, Dave. Let's, uh, you know, what, what do you like out there for NFL? What do you see out there? And uh, what do you think is going to happen with this playoff race? Well, I think, you know, it's uh, there's a lot going on this weekend here. And I think it's kind of fun watching this. The, 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 there's so many different scenarios of different teams that are still waiting to clinch. I mean, as of right now, we have the 49ers, Eagles, Lions, Cowboys, and Rams in the NFC that have clinched a spot. 
Ravens, Dolphins, Browns, Chiefs that have clinched a spot in the AFC. So we have all these different scenarios that we work on. People are still working on trying to get into the playoffs. Houston Texans, um, they can clinch the AFC South title with uh, a Houston win or a Jacksonville loss or tie. And then they could get a playoff berth if they win. So there's none of this is guaranteed. Uh, or if Houston ties plus Jacksonville loss and Pittsburgh losses or ties. So then you got Indianapolis who's still trying to work in and try to get in. You got the Steelers who still have a chance. They have to win plus Buffalo loss. Um, or or Jacksonville win, loss. Jacksonville loss or a Pittsburgh win plus a Houston Indianapolis tie or uh, you know or Mike you know I don't know I'm just gonna leave it alone. Uh, <laughs> Dolphins um, they play Buffalo on Sunday. Miami will clinch the AFC East title with a winner tie. Here's the kicker. This is the this is exciting. If Buffalo wins, they win the AFC East title with a win. If they lose, they might not even make the playoffs. Wow. That is How strange. They're going to be a two-seater out. You either win your division or you're out of the playoffs. Wow. That is strange. They got, I didn't know that. that. That's very interesting. And they have to play Miami at Miami. I would not want to screw around with that at all. And then Jacksonville, they're, they're trying to get in still, and they're still trying to win their division. So – Having said all of this nonsense and silliness, uh, here are my picks for this week. Um, this The Ravens aren't playing for anything. Um, Pittsburgh's trying to stay alive and try to still make the playoffs, uh, as well as, you know, they've already retained their winning record, so at least Tomlin can say he's he's done that or he has not been, he has not been below a 500 record in his career. Um, I don't think that the Ravens are playing for anything. Pittsburgh is. However, I still think the Ravens have a lot of pride. Um, they're going to be playing at home. Therefore, I think not. I'm not picking a winner on this. I'm picking the under 36 and a half. I, I think Pittsburgh has a chance of winning this thing. Uh, my my concern on this is that um, I just don't think there's going to be a lot of scoring. Uh, my other pick this week is uh, Jacksonville again playing for uh, their division and their lives. Uh, minus five at the Titans. Uh, Titans have already checked it in. They got their golf clubs ready to rock and roll, and they're ready to go on vacation. And then Philly has got to uh, put together some sort of resemblance of actually being a pretty damn good uh, NFL football team. And they are currently minus five at the New York Giants, who are not a very good football team at all. So I think Philly tries to you know get everything back in line before they go into the playoffs here, and uh, they take out uh, take out the Giants pretty easily. So I got. Uh, Ravens, Pittsburgh under 36 and a half. I got Jacksonville minus five at the Titans, and I got Philly minus five at the New York Giants. Boom. Lovely. I love it, Dave. Thank you for that insight. And I learned something with the, that Bills situation, which is good too. And I have to admit that some of those picks uh, may come up again, but uh, that's my tease for later. Mike, over to you. What do you like and what do you see out there for this uh, situation going on in the NFL? Well, as everyone knows, I'm a, I'm a big Steeler fan. So I'm going to use my horrible football luck to help the Steelers. I'm going to take a money line parlay what? of Jacksonville and Buffalo. Because in order for the Steelers to make the playoffs, one of those teams have to lose. And knowing my luck, one of those teams will lose. Because I'm betting for them on a parlay. I hope you win. <laughs> I'm sorry. So you're making a pick expecting to lose it. Yes. Fantastic. Hey, when you're cursed and you know it, you just take that to your advantage. And it's a win-win situation for me. Because I don't think the Steelers are going to win the Super Bowl. So I just have to watch them one more week get killed. But I would like to see them in the playoffs because it's kind of fun to watch them in the playoffs. So I'm either going to win a parlay for the for our wonderful listeners, or I'm going to get to see the Steelers in the playoffs. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, I got two more picks because I've stunned everybody into silence. <laughs> uh, I have uh, I put my faith in Baker Mayfield last week and, and got my dreams crushed. So do I do that mean? You put your faith right back in Baker Mayfield <laughs> at minus five against the uh, Cardinals, I believe. That's what I wrote down. Panthers. Is that Carolina. That doesn't say Cardinals. That says Carolina. Yes, so uh, minus five for the Bucks over Carolina. Carolina, 
wrapped up that number one pick and they're really going to clinch that number one pick. They really have nothing to play for. Bucks have everything to play for, even though it's a road game. I still think the Bucks pull that off. And then I got an interesting pick. Uh, two teams not playing for anything. I have the Raiders and the Broncos. I took the Raiders minus two and a half over the Broncos because Broncos are kind of in turmoil. But the Raiders have an intern coach, Antonio Pierce, who's trying to keep that job. So I think he's going to beat one of his rivals, end the game on a positive note to try to make his pitch to keep his head coaching position as the Raiders coach. That's it. Nice. I like a lot of different uh, angles, Mike. I like that. Like, you know, there's some things you can look at here about how to clinch and, and what's going on with some momentum on teams, whatever. And you're like, screw that. I'm going to go like, who's going to be the, the head coach? Who is going to potentially help my team or not help my team get into the playoffs? And then, uh, you know, you if you lose faith in somebody, you double down on it. Like, so yeah. Right. So overall, solid, solid analytics. Thank you. Thank you. That's why you guys keep me around. But we can, no, it, it's true because we have to do things differently. Because the problem I'm going to have here is that we've, I've, I, all my picks have already been mentioned because we've been doing this a long time. We look at the same things. I've learned a lot from you guys over the years as we've hopefully learned from each other a bit. Um, and I, I don't have a lot more insight beyond what has been stated already because that's why I go last. Um, but the Steelers Ravens game going on uh, Saturday at uh, 4 30 PM Eastern Totally agree with Dave's assessment there. I think it's going to be an under. I think that the Ravens don't have a lot to play for. I don't think they're going to be pushing too hard, but they're also not going to let themselves get blown out, and they still have one of the better defenses out on the on the field. So it's going to be tough for Rudolph. He's going to go out there and try to prove something. Of course he is, uh, and he's going to want to try to make that happen, but you're playing a very strong Ravens team, a very strong Ravens defense. I don't think there's going to be a lot of scoring on, on either side, uh, so that under of 36.5, which – I was baiting back and forth on it, but I, I do think that that is the right call to make here for the 4.30 p.m. Eastern game on Saturday. Steelers-Ravens under 36.5. I also picked for Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, the, the Jacksonville at Titans. Jacksonville's coming in. Uh, they they need to win to clinch. They have a lot of opportunity on that team. They're 9-7. and seven. They lost a few close ones. The line's only minus 5, which I thought was an interesting number for this. <laughs> Titans are playing for pretty much nothing at all. So I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to pull out this win uh, and clinch. Last but not least, I'm putting my faith in Baker Mayfield as well. Minus Woo! five and a half. He needs the win. and Boy, he should get it. He's earned it. <laughs> he has. Shake and bake, everybody. Shake and bake. He has. He has a. Uh, you know, a lot of people were were expecting him to not perform very well, and I think he's the kind of guy who likes shoving those expectations back in people's faces as much as he can. Um, I I I think he's got grit. I think he knows how to win games when he's healthy. I think he has an opportunity here to, uh, you know, maybe win over a two and fourteen team who has nothing to play for. <laughs> So I can talk Mayfield up all I want, but the Panthers have nothing. They, they, there's no reason for them to even be there. No reason to even suit up. I mean, they still have a decent defense on paper, believe it or not. When I was looking at the comparison between the teams, I, they were surprisingly better than I thought they were on defense. The Panthers are. But for 214, nothing to play for. Number one pick spot already clinched as well. I think Mayfield's going to come out and make a point and win this game by at least a touchdown, probably more. And that's 1 p.m. as well on Sunday. But that that's all my picks. I'm going to be keeping an eye on what happens here with the with the Bills. Uh, I, I do think with the scenario that, that Dave mentioned is very interesting and uh, would kind of change the dynamic of the postseasons quite a bit, depending on how that all plays out, of course. But uh, anyways, yeah, a lot of fun stuff happening this weekend, everybody. A lot of great games to look into. A lot of reasons to talk yourself into some good picks on uh, teams to clinch and other teams who are playing for nothing or playing for their head coach positions, whatever it may be. But it's going to be a fun NFL weekend. A last note on your uh, Panthers defense. Uh, they do defend the kneel down very well. Wow. They're always losing. Wah, 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 wah. Come on, <laughs> that's comedy gold. Uh, well, at least they at least they have a lot of experience, a lot of practice at it. So the yes. more practice you get, the better you get at it. Yes. So yeah, I, I, I see that. 
It, they, so they always have at least one play at the end of the game, maybe two, possibly three, where there's always a loss of yardage. Nice. I think I, I'm, I'm not sure if I heard anybody call this one, no. uh, but it would be a good addition, one that I think I'm going to toss on there. It could be Bill Belichick's final game. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Minus two and a half at home against the Jets. Oh. That'd be kind of like some poetic justice there. The Jets lay down the hammer. Oh. Belichick shoots I the, bed, the other way. Oh, I'm going the other way. No way. Oh, oh yeah. that sounds like a drink bet. That sounds <laughs> like a drink bet. I think it was the right. last. I would just say it'd be a poetic justice for the Jets to finally lay claim over the Patriots and put Belichick in his place as the final nail in his coffin. That's what I meant by that. Jets oh. suck. Patriots suck. Yeah, they do. <laughs> you guys both suck. Oh, wait. Am I getting... <laughs> All right. You know what? We'll scratch that one because I, I, I can still see Bill winning this one as just kind of like a, a last hurrah. Um, but if you don't want to do a drink bet, I get it. And deflate a lot of balls, I imagine. <laughs> no drink bet needed on this one. It's it's, it's uh, nah. I'll, I mean, if if Belichick is out, there's that's probably something to drink to. But I'm out. I, I, I don't know no, no more need for that. But that'd be an interesting game to watch. Good point, Dave. All right, that wraps up NFL again. So much going on out there. A really fun weekend. Have some fun, ladies and gentlemen. Let's scoot over to the other court. Ba, 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 basketball, gimme, gimme, gimme the ball because I'm gonna dunk it! Ba, 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 basketball, gimme, gimme, gimme the ball because I'm gonna dunk it! Yeah! As you know and love, that's the introduction to basketball. So, Mike, over to you, the you bet buzzer beater bets. How are we looking? Things seem to be heating up over there. What do we got for the audience? Get your notepad out because we have a lot to update. <laughs> um, we uh, we have a winner with our Orlando B-Bet. Uh, that happened yesterday. Um, we hit um, today. We have an Orlando C-Bet against the Rockets. Uh, we also have two new A bets today. Uh, we're going to pick uh, Toronto and Oklahoma City. Those are A bets. That's today. Friday, we have an A bet with Utah. Then Monday, we have another A bet with Houston. Tuesdays, another A bet with Sacramento. And finally, next Wednesday is our final A bet. Oh, sorry, it's a B bet. Houston, I I, I mislabeled my colors. So only two new, well, three new A bets. Oh, I'm sorry, no, five new A bets. <laughs> I told you, get a pencil. Just start doing the uh, the whole string connection and oh. com conspiracy theory thing. Let me review it one last time. Thanks. A bets. Toronto and Oklahoma City today. Friday, Utah. Monday, Houston, Tuesday, Sacramento. We got one C-bet today with Orlando. Excellent. So a lot of picks, a lot of excitement out there. A-bets are smoking hot, and we have a lot yes. of them coming up to win on. So those are the U-bet buzzer beater bets. So buckle up, buttercup. A yes. uh, lot going on this week, and good luck. So, Mike, anything else you like out there besides the – the, the plethora of buzzer beater bets. Anything else? Yes. You like? Actually, um, <clears throat> I think Vegas is setting lines just way too high now just to encourage people to bet the under, so I'm going to. Uh, the Pacers and Bucks have a total of 258 and a half. 258 and, and a half. half? Yep. Don't forget I'm the like, mini bar. Oh, my God. that's You got to score 65 points a quarter, and I'm like, that's just – I understand they, they do have a lot of offense, but that's just – I mean, eventually they're going to get tired. Right. <laughs> they're going to have to put backups in. That aren't as good. I think an under is pretty solid in that game. But your assessment um, is spot on, Mike, because the lowest total, the lowest total in the whole field today out of, I don't know, 10 games, whatever it is, six games, I can't count that high. But the, the highest total is 220 and a half. I'm sorry, the lowest total is 220 and a half. Right. That's the lowest out there. 
And they are right. all ranging around like the high two thirties, low two forties. Yeah. I wow. just, I just think the uh, Vegas is just upset with people winning on the overs. They're like, screw it. How are you going to let's go? <laughs> Eventually the market will correct itself. Wow. And then, uh, uh, I'm betting the Utah Jazz money line against Detroit because I think they're on their second. They're going to start their second 29-game losing streak. So, go Jazz. Nice. Their second 29-game winning streak in the same season. That would be hey, a record. Bro. I'm going to take advantage of it early. Nice. Get in early. Yep. Get in yep. early. <clears throat> All right. Dave, anything you'd like for NBA? Nope. Sweet. <laughs> if it isn't football or football, I'm out. Actually, it's NBA or right. college, I should say. I'll, I'll get into the college here as soon as the college football season's over with and start training myself and, uh, you know, for March Madness. Calisthenics, yes. swimming laps, doing Which, those things. If we have training. First time, we all know Mike's gonna, not going to win that either. So I have a good chance of winning that one, too. It's about 50 50. Yeah, about 50 50 between me and you, Jeff. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> I'm right here. Like, I can see you guys. I'm still in the room. Then you can see both my fingers. <laughs> uh, to our audience, I did see both of his fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the confirmation. All right, NBA pick. I have one out there tonight. Um, I like this pick. For a lot of reasons, but it's the Pelicans at Timberwolves at 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. I like the Pelicans getting six and a half here. They are both coming in seven and three for the last 10. They, uh, But Pelicans are on a three-game win streak where the Timberwolves are coming in with a loss of one. And if you look at the numbers, which I like, Pelicans have a better offense, better on rebounds, and they dominate steals compared to the the uh, Timberwolves they'll help them with the turnovers help them get those points I'm not sure they're going to win overall but six and a half is thick on this line for a hot Pelicans team coming in so I like that the only part of this that hurts a little bit is Timberwolves are very good at home they're 14 and one at home so they have been playing strong at home but that streak or that stat is probably going to balance out here and I think the Pelicans will either win outright or at least cover with that six and a half points they're getting so I do like that game. Take that one tonight at 8 o'clock. I have a college bowl pick. Everybody was looking at this game. We all know we were. Everybody wanted to get, jump in, so I'm just going to have to be the person who says it. The Seton Hall-Providence game, right? That's what everybody was talking about. That's like the big game. <laughs> yeah. It's not at all. But it's tonight at 6.30 p.m. I like Providence here. They're ranked 23rd, playing a terrible Seton Hall. They're only giving up 6.5 here. The, Providence is number 9 on defense. They're better at shooting three-pointers. It just looks overall they're going to run over a Seton Hall defense, which is number 236 in college basketball. 236th ranked defense. And they're playing Providence, which is the uh, number uh, 23 ranked team so far. And Providence is only giving up six and a half. I think they're going to win by double that. So take that tonight at 6.30 p.m. And uh, part of my calisthenics to get ready for college basketball, that's it. That's that's my training there. So that wraps up basketball. A lot going on out there. So many good picks. Man, this is a big weekend. And I hope the audience is feeling the energy as much as I am. So Doing let's the get bull dance. Feeling the flow. <laughs> I love that line. Uh let's get into the next stuff. As promised by popular demand, ended it on the long down. Uh, <laughs> Dave, over to you. Best of the rest. What do you like out there? What's happening in the world of, of the other football? Well, yes, you know, I'm going to go across the pond. So um, Premier Leagues and all the rest of the leagues are taking a little break here in order to allow for the FA Cup, which is an in-season uh, tournament that goes on. And it will go on throughout the season here. The... Um, the, the ones that I like right now is uh, I got Friday. Uh, Tottenham at 3 p.m. is minus 220 over Burnley. Uh, Burnley is uh, actually part of the pre-Premier 
um, the Premier League, but uh, they're just they're they're shit. Um, but you know, some will say that about Tottenham, but at least Tottenham's at the top of the shit, and Burnley's at the bottom of the shit. So. <laughs> The other thing, uh, and Mike, you're going to love this because I'm going to start busting out some Champions League uh, uh, teams here. So Chelsea, uh, who is not a great team. Everybody knows that name. Okay, they are playing Preston North End, who is 14th in the Championship League. Okay, so if you guys remember this, it goes Premier League, Championship League, League 1, 2, 3, 4, blah, 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 blah. So – Preston's in the middle of the championship league. I like Chelsea minus 500 in this game. And then everybody loves Wrexham. Come on, Wrexham. Yes. Plus 130 at Shrewsbury Town. Shrewsbury Town. Just you making them up. Shrewsbury? Shrewsbury's takes like, tastes like Snozberries. That's right. <laughs> and Shrewsbury's play like Shrewsbury's. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I thought a couple of the things I thought that were funny uh, as well. <laughs> Man City gets to play a team called Huddersfield Town. Hmm. This is the <laughs> largest spread I've ever seen in a game. Manchester City is minus 2,250. What? 2,250? Like, minus 2,200. Not enough. <laughs> minus 2,250. All right. <laughs> Wait, I should have said yeah. minus 2,300. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hold, hold your roll. Hold your roll. Way too far there. You and think you want to lose money here? Yeah. The thing that I, I also got a kick out of here is two of the top teams in the Premier League uh, table. So typically this is a time for them to play somebody else from the Championship League or whatever. Arsenal gets to play Liverpool this week in the FA Cup. So congratulations. I That's love be a good game. It, it, it or will a good be a match, I should say. Good match. Good match, yeah. good you say. Yeah, so it's it's pretty much an even uh, score at this point in time. It'll be interesting how these two clubs play against each other and whether or not they even care uh, because they really want to win more of, the, um, uh, more of the Premier League than anything else. What is the line on Wrexham? Are they favored? Are they underdog? Wrexham is, is plus 130. About an even game. Yeah, it's about an even game. Now, if they uh, if they tie, do they go in the shootout, or is it just a tie? The, the I believe um, I don't know about that, Mike. I'm not sure. Right. Let's speak. Wrexham, damn near killed him. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> and there goes Ryan Reynolds off the We had him for a little bit. God, I got to be more careful. Yeah, yeah. Can't he was, make. He was a good friend of the show the for a long time. I know. All right, thanks, Dave. Mike, over to you. Best of the rest. What do you like? Uh, I'm gonna go to the frozen pond. Uh, got only two games tonight, but one I do like. I like Toronto over the Ducks. The Ducks are just not very good. Toronto is actually on the road, still at minus one ninety five. Uh, and they're starting a brand new goalie, zero zero and zero, but. They're playing against a terrible goalie. Gibson is 7-15. and 15. It's not good. So I like Toronto tonight as my best of the rest. Son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, that's your team. <laughs> uh, no, I no, I didn't. I, I went the other direction on that game. Oh. Uh, my best of the rest. Uh, to all my Canadian friends, sorry. I, uh, I picked the Ducks <laughs> here at plus 165. And, you know, Mike, you're not wrong. I mean, the, the goalie does have some some trouble here. There with uh, Ducks are 13 and 23, 7 in the Pacific. Their offense really needs to step up a whole lot because they seem to be uninspired. But the reason that they threw me over the edge here for this game and getting points, one, Maple Leafs are traveling. Uh, they're 18, 10, and 7. They're third in the Atlantic. But they are on their third string goalie. They really just looked into the crowd and said, hey, who has a jersey? Which a lot of people do. You know, a lot of people do. A lot of the people come to the games with jerseys. So luckily they found a guy, put some pads on him, and they threw him out there. So it's the start, the first start of the third, <laughs> excuse me, third string goalie. I think it's going to cause some problems for the Maple Leafs, uh, even though you're going against the, an offense that needs a spark on the Ducks. I'm taking the underdogs here. Underdogs <laughs> at 165, plus 165. <laughs> I'll take them here tonight at nine o'clock and Mike and I will make fun of each other next week uh, for who loses. Yes. Excellent. That gentlemen wraps up the best of the rest. And now 
moving along to everybody's favorite segment. And now for something really gnu, here's Gary Gnu. Wow. <laughs> Gotta leave it in for the while. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right, news, Mike. What's going on in the world of sports? We already talked about it a lot, but I'm sure there's other great stories you'd like to mention. Yes, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call this the tale of two refs. Uh, well, one's an umpire. Um, I'm sure <laughs> the tale one, of one ref and one umpire. Yeah, this doesn't sound as good. <laughs> tale of two refs. Tale of two officials. Officials. Ah, why couldn't I figure that out? <laughs> I'm here. Go along. Sorry. We're, 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 we anyway, um, everyone watched the uh, the Lions and Cowboys and saw the blast play and how that was kind of screwed up, how they had a wonderful trick play and linemen caught the go-ahead two-point conversion. Then they ruled him ineligible. And they said that the referee in that game was Brad Allen. And there's video of all the linemen coming up to him, reporting. He missed up. He thought that number 70, who had been reporting eligible all game, just continued to do that. So he he's told Dallas that 70 reported when 68 actually reported because he didn't really pay attention to himself. 68 catches the two-point conversion. They rule him eligible on the ref's mistake. Now, he keeps backing himself up and doubling down on, I didn't make this mistake. This is what I thought, blah, 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 blah. And everyone is just killing him for this. But if he had just gone the way of Jim Joyce, Jim Joyce uh, was an NF, uh, Major League Baseball umpire, very good umpire. Uh, he was working the Andres Galarraga game against the Indians. And he was... Pitching a perfect game, came down to the last out, and Jim Joyce called the guy safe with two outs in the bottom of the ninth on a roller to first when the guy was actually out by half a step. This was before replay. And Jim Joyce was getting murdered about it until he saw the replay, realized he screwed up, and then just admitted he screwed up. Like, was in tears admitting that he screwed up. The next day, like Andres Galarraga came out and handed the scorecard to Jim Joyce and saying, Hey, don't worry about it. And Jim Joyce was in tears again because he knew he screwed up. He admitted it. And every NF, every fan was endearing of Jim Joyce at that point. But everyone hates Brad Allen because if you fuck up, just admit it. Like all you have to say is, Yeah, I screwed up. I'm sorry. And we would be like, okay, but when you screw up and there's proof that you did screw up and you still say, well, this is what I did, right. you're the enemy. It's just a life lesson right there. It's not always about sports gambling here. It's about life lessons. <laughs> I want to hear mistakes, kids, and then people like you. There's a lot of life lessons in this show. And that's I one screw of up all the time, and people still like me. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of why we start with our recap. It not, it's, we, we screw up constantly. We keep going, and we learn from it. But this guy, all he had to say was, this is the first time that person became eligible in that game, and I missed it. Right. That's it. That's all he had to say. Right. It's, it's an easy mistake. First time in the whole game, this person would have been eligible, and I just missed it because I thought it, it wasn't obvious, right? It just didn't click in my brain for the last play. I was, I was caught up in the moment. It's all right. he has to say, and like right, but now he's a bigger story because and he and now next, this week, guess whose game he's refereeing? I, I Steelers Ravens. Perfect. Yeah. Everybody's uh, ineligible. Right, right, and now that's going to be the story. Like he's still the story, yeah. but it's not a good story. So I don't know, kids. If you screw up, just admit it, because it's it, it it's. People make mistakes all the time. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's a good point and good life lesson there. And I, I, I think everybody's going to be watching him very closely in the Steelers game. And if he yep. steps one step out of line, people are going to jump all over him. Yep. And he was also – he screwed up the call against uh, – it was Kansas City and Philadelphia. No, no. Is that Maybe the one where Mahomes got all mad? That one? Yes. That was the same was guy? The same guy. Missed the, the tackle before the ball got there. The pass interference wasn't called. 
Oh man, someone needs to check this guy's bank account. <laughs> However, <laughs> we, were, we were we were okay with that call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good call. Good call, ref. Yeah. Two so like so like sensationally bad calls that were very obvious and crucial to the outcomes of games were by yes. one dude. Yep. Shade balls. <laughs> I don't know about I, that. I know. I know. I think that guy would be worried about his position in 2024. Yeah, just because the optics of it, regardless of people making mistakes or not, but not owning up to it, you being involved in two bad calls, rather if it's luck or not. If I was in charge of things at at, at the NFL, I would be like, I don't want that guy in the field because he's the story, and we don't want that to be the story. We want the players Correct. to be the story. We want that to be out there, not people questioning the ability of the officials, especially when it can be so crucial for the outcome of a game. Yes, yes, the referees are either not a story or the whole story. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. There's no winning for the NFL. You're never like, man, the referee was fantastic that game. Good job. <laughs> it's like, nope, it's a thankless job. Yeah, if, yeah. if you do your job right, nobody thanks you because you did your job right. That's what you're supposed right. to do. Boy, if you screw up, it's 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 the end of the world. Yeah. They should really get paid more. <laughs> screw the teachers. Pay the referees. Yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> well, if you watch the NHL, I mean, there's some referees out there that are extremely famous, and it's just because of the way they make their calls, and they do take their time, and they make sure that it's accurate and everything like that. And you see the fans and the coaches and the players, I mean, they're laughing their ass off when they're making some of these calls. And they actually had one of the uh, NFL refs, I think, last week that was in a game, and he was yeah, he, had, he was hot mic'd. Oh, my God. And he was telling one of the players, get the fuck in the pen already. Let's go. <laughs> there are two fans that go around dressed as referees in hockey, and they cheer on the refs when they come out, and they they cheer their calls. It's really funny. There's some YouTubes on there. I'll post one of the videos on X for you guys to see, but that's pretty great. Gotta I love it. I bet they're Canadian. That's fantastic. They have to be Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, that's a good story, Mike. And uh, let's see what happens with Steelers Ravens. Uh, yeah. It's going to be interesting. Maybe his last game officiating. <laughs> All right. Belichick. We said the tale of, of, oh, you did tell the other, the story of the other official. Um, Any other, any other stories out there you got, Mike? I, uh, that was the only one I could find this that's week. A, that's a good one. I like it. It was solid. Dave, any other news stories you'd like to bring up for the audience before we bring it to a close? Yeah, just want to let everybody know that the uh, the Junior Hockey World uh, Championships are going on right now. So these are 18-year-olds um, uh, or younger. And the U.S. is in the semifinals, and Canada got knocked out. So go U.S., USA, USA. USA. Nice. All right. Well, thank you for that. And, boy, what a banger of a first episode of the year. Lovely. So much going on. A lot of good stuff. Great job, everybody, but uh, let's wrap it here. So out there in the audience, if you like what you hear, download, like, and subscribe. Share it with a friend or 10 because sharing is caring. And follow us out on Twitter or X at UBet underscore podcast or Instagram at UBet podcast. Thanks for joining us today. May the odds forever be in your favor and good luck, everybody. See ya. Peace.